Hola, and welcome to Word to Your Mama. Word to Your Mama is a podcast about the life of a Latina creative, that's me, and the lives of my amazing multicultural tribe, a celebration of shared experiences navigating this dynamic world. There will be special guests, mad laughs, and absolutely no BS. Segments by the Supernatural Bear, that's my little man, he's 10 going on 40 because he's an old soul, but other than that, this podcast will be explicit. Please believe it. Now, why do I have a wide range of peeps on here? It's because I come from the music, art, and Web3 industries. Word to Your Mama comes out every Monday. Hola, episode 131. This is coming from the back of my car. The first time I'm recording on the road with a travel mic, and I'm in the car because it's better acoustics. But it's May, so it's Mental Health Awareness Month. What we've been doing here is every May, I re-release episode 20 that I did in 2021, right immediately after I had a therapy session. And I'm happy to report that we are going to, we are working on a special episode to get into exactly like more details on what the situation that I've been alluding to in all these episodes actually is because I feel like I'm on the other side of it and I want to have a professional on with me to guide us and give some context and this episode when it first aired I was so afraid of pushing publish button right but I'm so glad I did because it helped me but also the feedback I got from so many people and then the next year last year and so I thought let me do it again this year but let me preface this by saying the work is worth it the anger and the hurt that I was feeling in 2021 is no longer there I've done so much hard work with my therapist, with myself, um, and I was able to start 2023 lighter, like so much lighter. And so you'll hear the deets in a special episode. But something that I want to mention is you want to make sure you listen to the next relatives after you hear this one. I think it's uh, relatives, let me see. It will be relatives 26 because I'm going to be talking about a little bit about this. But I'm going to talk about when I meet when I recently met um, Aida Rodriguez, the amazing Boricua and Dominicana comedian. And we had a moment and it has everything to do with this. Like it's crazy the growth that I've had and also it has to do with her and what I wrote her. And when we met a couple of months ago, it was pretty awesome. So anyways, uh, oh, I also want to preface this by saying The Body Keeps the Score is an amazing book and has helped me tremendously. But I know there's been a little bit of backlash with some of the stories that were highlighted in that book. So in the show notes, I'm going to have um, an alternative. I haven't read it yet. But um, it's from a black woman and it's called The Deepest Well, Healing the Long-Term Effects of Childhood Adversity by Dr. Nadine Book 
Burke, sorry, Harris. So I'll have that in the show notes as well. So this is like an update since this was a 2021. And uh, I've, I've heard other things and other resources. Um, and again, I'm not sure if I mentioned in this episode, but on the Word to Your Mama site, there is a resources link where I'll have mental health resources for BIPOC disabled and LGBTQIA+. Um, you know, hotlines, directories, a couple, and the books that I mentioned. So yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. If you're on the fence about going to therapy, do it. It's hard work, but it's worth it. All right, let's get into this. Welcome to episode 20 of Word to Your Mama. I'm Ritz P. I'm your host, right? I'm always the host. And I just want to let you know that today is going to be a different type of episode. So if you're new here, welcome. Word to Your Mama, a podcast about Latina mama navigating business and life while being, building her tribe. Um, we have the segments uh, by the Supernatural Bear, who's my son. He's eight going on, you know, 48. But this is not safe for work, as you would call it, because I cuss a lot. That's just the way I am. This is raw. This is just super real as much as it can be when it happens, right? But how it works is I have special guests and I know them. They're part of my tribe or I don't really know them, but they're still part of my tribe because they contributed to my like well-being or I've been inspired or something like that, right? So what happens is I, I book a bunch of interviews with the different people and I do them ahead of time. And then I have like a, a set idea of what kind of people I want to have on, what, you know, what part of the month I want to release them. And then I don't record the intro or the outros until like right before I'm about to release it. But I might've interviewed them like a month ahead of time. Um... So this is a a different type of episode because I'm not going to have a guest, but it's not a bonus episode where we're just going to, you know, do, I'm just going to talk about like nice things. I I, I just wanted to be real that I haven't interviewed anybody. I haven't reached out to interview that many people. I haven't like been serious about it. I haven't been, I, I just, just didn't have the energy. I didn't have the energy because some shit's happen on a personal level (laughs) that has taken me out. And I was like, well, I got to be consistent, right? It was like every Tuesday, I think I was releasing stuff. You know, I just started in September. And so I'm finding my way, finding my rhythm, finding out what works, finding out, you know, what time-wise I can get done because this isn't like my other podcast, The Nerd Out, um, where it's just boom, 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 easy breezy, put the intro, outro, bow. It's like, you know, we got the sponsors, we got the, you know, the intros, the outros, the different sections, blah, blah, blah. It's like a lot of work. Um, But I just was just not in the mindset. It was like, we're coming up on a year of the fucking um, pandemic of being in the house. And then, you know, the shit that went down in the longest month ever, January, um, and just some past shit that just has come up in my life that I'm sure I'll talk about at length in the future. 
But I was like, you know, I got to be consistent. I got to figure out. Like I was going on to Wednesdays, releasing every Wednesday now, every Friday. And it's just like, what, what? I don't, I was just like, all of a sudden, you know, time is crazy. It's like time's going slow. Time's going hella quick. And then here I am. And I was like, shit, I, don't, I haven't recorded. I don't have my, you know, one, two, three interviews locked and loaded, ready to edit and, and, you know, assemble to release. And I was like, what, what happened? And it's just some, some past shit that has come up, especially in the last week that has literally taken me out. But because, well, let's backtrack. Okay. Let's backtrack. Um, you know, I, I, I think I, my first full blown episode, well, without, without guests was when Chadwick Boseman passed away. So it was kind of just really rough and rugged and raw. And I didn't really get into like my, my background. Right. But what it, my background is, you know, born and raised in San Diego, two eggs away from the border to single mom. Um, my bio dad left when I was two, so I don't know him, um, at all. And, you know, we're on welfare and, um, you know, my mom gets with this man who's abuse. I mean, it's just like generational trauma and back into generational trauma. I mean, there's a bunch of shit, as you heard in like a past episode of, of relatives, shit was so bad and I hated being home that I'd rather be possessed by, by spirits like that, you know, and I was able to psychoanalyze at that moment while I was doing the relative episode. And I was just like, fuck, that's real. That's fucking real. Like you look back and I was like, let me try real hard to get possessed by playing this Ouija board and doing this other shit, because that seems better than the life that I'm living. Right. I mean, it's levels of the, of the trauma and stuff like that, but I made it out. I'm good. Like, you know, with the first one, um, out of my big ass Mexican family to go to college. Uh, you know, my mom, Pat, she got cancer when I was in, she was diagnosed with cancer. I think I was, it was my junior or senior year of high school. I mean, that was devastating. And then I went to college. She passed away while I was there and it was hard just to even graduate. So just, just a lot of shit has happened, but And I've mentioned it before on this podcast, because that shit happened to me at such a young age. I was 20, right before I was about to turn 21. But she got sick when I was in high school, so I was dealing with all kinds of shit. Losing her at such a young age and being left to my own devices at such a young age made me realize that I don't got time for the bullshit. I don't have time to expend energy to people that I don't care about. I don't have time to fake the funk and pretend that I like you. I could be cordial in a professional setting, in a, in a family setting, but like I, 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 I can't. So all that stems from the shit that happened to me in the past, the shit that I realized early on in life, and then the, lose, the, you know, the passing of my mom and losing her because she's all I had. I come from a big-ass Mexican family, but I was a black sheep of the family. Um, so I didn't get along with them. I didn't like hardly any of them. I liked one and then we, we fell out of sorts and I, I really don't know why, but we just reconnected. So 
shout out to uh, my cousin. She knows who I'm talking about. And so that kind of shit. So lately, a lot of people from the past have been showing up. And just the past couple, past week, some shit went down that threw me for a loop. And so what's really on my brain is the past. One thing I can share is that, I, you know, since my mom passed away over, I think it's going to be in April, be I think 26 years now, um, more than half my life, is I was trying to find my, her best friend that I remember when I was little. And the last time I saw her was in 1991. And she's the reason why I love, the reason why, I love salsa. Like the reason why when we were in college, shout out to Aaron and, and to PR Marco and stuff, we'd go to the salsa um, parades, salsa, you know, parades and stuff and Seal Beach and stuff like that and go to like the Mayan to go salsa dancing and stuff. Because well, when I first heard salsa music, I was like, well, I love this shit. Like I was like, I love it so much. Like I know it. And then I come to find out that, you know, my mom's best friend, she's Puerto Rican. Of course, she's from the Bronx, of course. And they listened to salsa music when I was in utero. Right. It makes all the fucking sense. So anyways, I was trying to find her. If you listen to the episode, the last relatives episode, I think it's right before this one, um, relatives 04 and then next word to your mama episode 19 I talk about you know dancing in junior high to naughty girls need love too right so I was like I'm gonna let me look at these boxes and find this this program so I go in and I was looking at this and then I found a picture of my tia Lola and her husband they were in the military time she gave it to us the last time I saw her in 91 my mom passed away like 94 95 so and then she also gave us pictures of her two daughters and then she wrote the names on the back of it, but we couldn't understand the writing so anyways I bring it out show um you know Miosito and I was like yo can you understand this writing and he's like I don't know if that's like an L or a T blah 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 so anyways the next morning I go on Facebook of course as one does and I try to look them up I try to figure out the last name blah 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 so I finally get one and it kind of looks like the oldest one, but you know, so much time I've passed. She's a grown woman. And then, um, I look, she, I see she has a sister and the sister has the same name, the same first name, right? Cause they've been married and stuff. And I was like, Oh shit, that looks like her. So I reached out to him during messenger. I don't really do that. And I said something like, Hey, you know, this is such and such daughter. My name's, you know, Marisa, da, da, da. And is your mom? La, 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 la. And she called, she left me a message. She called me right away. I called her right away and I was like super hyped. She was like super, super nice. Just the fact that she, you know, I just some random chick. I was like thinking like, let me send a picture, the pictures I saw and tell her that they came when I met them in 91. So she doesn't think I'm like trying to serve her papers or something. Right. So we end up talking. She's just, just a awesome energy. And we start talking and then I find out. Unfortunately, that my dear Lola had passed away four years ago. So that was devastating. But then later on in that day, some other shit went down that triggered all this shit. Basically all the shit to say, I've been taken out by the past, rearing its head. And that's why. Everything's been a blur 
I've been sleeping a lot, a lot of naps, a lot of like, I don't, you know, just doing what I need to do for my little mans and for the household and, you know, feeding people, you know, the, the dinners, the endless, di- the lunches, the, you know, planning, all that stuff and his schoolwork and stuff like that, cleaning the house, shit like that. But like anything else has been like a little bit harder. Like I, it's kind of a blur, basically. I don't know what's been going on the past two weeks, but here I am. And I was like, let me get something up. And I was like, or maybe I just leave a plank. I was like, no, consistency is key. And, you know, I'm trying to build this up. And so I was like, let me just be fucking real. Let me just tell them why I don't have a new episode up. So here I am. And what, but what I will say is that, you know, I know, and I'm proud of myself because I made a lot of strides, you know, the shit that I've accomplished being first generation you know, Mexican-American, Latina, Latinx, whatever. And accomplishing what I've accomplished and seeing the things that I've seen and been in the industries that I've been in and all that stuff like that, kudos to me. I see that shit, right? The shit that I realized at such a young age, like I talk about the supernatural bear all the time. Like I feel like he's been here before. Well, I feel like I've been here before because I'm seeing shit that I'm like, you guys don't see this shit? At a young ass age, you know, where I was like going to different churches at a, like I was like uh, elementary school age and I was like going to other people's churches because I was like, what's this all about? What's this religion? I went to a Baptist church. I went to CCD because I was the only fucking Mexican in two exits away from the border in San Diego that wasn't going to CCD, that Catholic school. So if you guys don't know what that is, it's like, so it was all the Filipinos and Mexicans. <laughs> All up in the CCD classes, like, see you later, see you at CCD, cataclysm. And I was like, they're like, see you later. I was like, no, nah, I don't go there. But I went to one of the classes and I went to like Baptist and I went to, I ended up going into um, NSA, Nishiran Shoshin Association, the same shit Tina Turner was in. Cause I was young and I saw the bullshit. I was like, I went to all these places and everyone was talking shit about everyone else. And I was like, I'm not down with that. So let me go to the Japanese thing the Buddhist thing, because I want to be in the band, Kotekitai, with my f- best friend at the time, who's half black, half Japanese. And I was like, this is fun. This feels inclusive. They were like, you know what? You want shit? Then fucking chant for shit. You want that nice house? You want that money? Blah, blah, blah. You know what? Get your beads. And now I'm your hood and get killed that shit out. And I was like, that I understand. They didn't talk shit about anybody else. It was a community. Da, 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 right? So, I've already made a bunch of strides, but pain is pain and trauma is trauma. And if you don't fucking deal with it, it will deal with you and manifest in ways that you might not even fucking know. Right. But really of health, like, like the, the book, I'll have a link to the book. I forget his name, but I just listened to it. Body keeps the score. How trauma affects the body and how you live, go through life how it physically affects you, how your autoimmune shit, how it affects your autoimmune shit. That's why, you know, coming up in a couple of weeks will be the five-year anniversary of me getting the tumor out because I had hyperparathyroidism. That's an autoimmune disease that makes, that ages you beyond your years. My body, I was feeling like a 60-year-old woman when I was only at the time 30-something, Right. So it's an autoimmune disease. So I was like, yo, I bet you when I listened to this book and all the 
people I've been listening to and books I've been reading, I was like, I bet you I got this fucking shit and I've had this shit because I've had trauma since birth, right? So I'm part of this group of people that had the disease longer than five, 10 years, because I've had them probably like more than 15 years and it's like caused crazy damage that I'm still dealing with now, but that we had surgery, but that we're still fucked up, like still dealing with the, the repercussions of everything that it's done, like our, to our bones and da, da, da. Hopefully, if all works out, I'll have my amazing surgeon that was the only one that believed in me and found the tumor and got it out with a itty bitty scar, by the way, itty bitty scar. Like you can't even tell it's in the fold. You would never know. Anyways, <clears throat> all that to say, I went on to this this pay, this group that I'm part of. And I was like, yo, how many of you, I didn't say yo, but I was like, how many, I've just told them about this book. And I was like, how many of us on this group have had like generational trauma, trauma, you know, growing up, da, da, da. I think pretty much every motherfucker in that group, which is mostly women, all said yes. And of course it affects your autoimmune system. Right? It makes all the sense in the world. So, when my mom passed away, I was devastated, right? They told us she had six months to live. I wasn't even supposed to know she had six months to live. And my tia, one thing I will thank her for, and I've thanked her for before, she's like, she doesn't want you to know, but she only has six months to live. She only made it like maybe three months or whatever. So, I had that time. I had that time. When she passed away, I lost it, but I was still in college. And the, one of the last things she told me was, no matter what, graduate from college. Man, let me tell you, I was having a motherfucking time. Motherfucking time. And I don't even know if my good friends that are my family now that were my roommates, I don't even know if they understood like the hard time that I was having, right? So anyways, that's the first time I go to therapy. Because through school, you know, you get it for free. And since then, I was like, okay, knew that therapy helped me. I ended up going to one-on-one therapy and then ended up before, this was, be, this was before my mom died, actually, if I think about it correctly, time-wise. I had just found out she had six months to live. So I went in then because I was like, what the fuck? And I'm in Long Beach, Cal State Long Beach, and she's in San Diego from where we're from. So it was like, do I leave? Da, 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 da. And also like having a white male therapist, he doesn't know the dynamics of being Latinx, Latina in a, in a Mexican household. <laughs> like that's frowned upon. Like you're supposed to drop everything and go over there, right? So anyways, I go from that to group therapy and then I'm out. So since then, I was like, I'm a huge advocate for therapy because it's looked down upon in our communities. All this to say is that going to something else happened later along in life and I was like, I need to go back into therapy. And then something happened three years ago. And I was like, I need to go back into the therapy. I'm bringing this up because this is where I'm at. This is literally right after <laughs> I had an emergency therapy session. Like an emergency, quote unquote. Like I'm not going to try. I'm not thinking about, I'm not suicidal. But emergency as I only see, I've graduated to seeing her once a month. And so this was like, you know, some shit went down and I was like trying to get an appointment. I couldn't. So this is the, the, 
the earliest available appointment, right? So I'm doing this now just because I'm thinking like, okay, do I just do like a what? No, no, no. Let me just be real and tell you what's up. Staying competitive in these dynamic times means having the right technology at work for your small or medium-sized business. Whether your goal is to grow, downsize, or modernize, Panoply BPO provides the right combination of tools, support, and affordability necessary to make it a reality. Visit panoplybpo.com. That's P-A-N-O-P-L-Y bpo.com to schedule your no obligation consultation today. Mention WTYM and get your 13th month of service for free. Panoplybpo.com. There is a better way. And let you know that I'm good, but only because I've been going to therapy, right? The shit that just went down, I would be a mess. And to the, to the, like my rib told me, like she said the same thing, like imagine if I hadn't done the work to lead up to here. Like I have the tools and I'm in the right mindset where it's still going to fuck me up, right? But it's not going to take me out where I'm hysterical and I don't know what to do with myself. Like I'm in a practical place right now, you know, and, and the, and the, the therapy session I just had was just, okay, time has passed since the incident happened. It might, you know, I've had conversations with people that I trust and that, uh, you know, it's a lot to get into, you know what I'm saying? Especially the, sh- the fucking shit I went through last Friday. Like it, it took so much out of me that I was just like, you know, to have, to talk to people about it, sure. But to get into these really deep discussions of the nitty gritty of how to proceed you know, it's only two, two people right now. Cause that's all I, that's a bandwidth I got for that type of shit. So it was just about talking to my therapist and being like, this is what happened. This is what went down. This is what I've been thinking about. This is where I'm at. I just wanted to check in with you, make sure I'm not thinking I'm in a good place when I'm not. You know, and I talked to her, broke it down. She was shocked. It was like, a, you know, a telenovela telling her because she knows what's been going on. And and she was like, no, I think you're good. I think, you know, just move ahead accordingly, cautiously. Da, 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 da. So I was like, I feel good. So let, let me, let's just fucking record this shit right now. You know, if I want to get something up the next day, let me do that. I already talked to Supernatural Bear later on. And this Supernatural Bear corner, you're going to have some some good shit, some uplifting shit, some exciting news and some reviews of my little man. So, but what I wanted to say was, I'm still hit, but I'm not, I'm, I've gotten up already because I've gotten to therapy. And what I always talk about and try to mention or have the artists, you know, navigate so that they mention on their own, especially because I have, I, I'm focusing on mostly, you know, BIPOC guests is that I want us to normalize and destigmatize mental health within our communities because it's so fucking important, right? And I don't think I'd be here if it wasn't for those times that I, you know, 
It was not in mood, if you will, but I just knew what I fucking needed. I was like, let, yo, let me get professional help to help me navigate these feelings. Like, I, I, I'm going to do the motherfucker work, but let me get a professional to make sure that I'm on the right path to make it through to the other side. Because I've done the work. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if you understand that, but those who have been in therapy understand what I'm saying when I, when I said I've done the motherfucking work. So when shit hits me, you know, it's like I'm wearing a, a bulletproof vest, kind of like, oh, that might bruise, <laughs> but I'm alive and I can still get up or take me shorter, you know, okay, get up quicker, whatever, whatever. But I just wanted to really bring this up because I don't want to be 50 years old and be triggered for some minute little thing and have it ruin my day, have it ruin my week, have it ruin my month or have it ruin my year, fuck, have it ruin my life. I don't want that to happen. So I want to just be on here and say, I'm going through some shit, but I'm going to get back on this, on the stuff. I'm going to have some guests on again and do this. Cause I love doing this. I love learning from other people. I love, it's helping me do you know what I'm saying? See things the way I approach shit differently. See the growth, you know, have that Natasha gif, the one from Insecure. I do that all the time. Her little hand go, growth, that's growth. So I'm here to just say this part and say thank you for supporting um, this endeavor that I started in the fucking pandemic. It's a fucking pandemic, guys. Like, even if you're not going through whatever bullshit, the past that reared its ugly head and, you know, you have or haven't been in therapy, so you do or don't have the tools on how to proceed. It's been exhausting. We're exhausted. It's okay to be exhausted. It's okay to be like, you know what? I can't fucking do that shit. That's fine. Sometimes I'm like, yo, I make a list, have a things to do list that says things to do or like before you say shit to do or something like that, but it says things to do. And I write shit down. I was just like, you know what? Before I'd be like, I gotta get, I gotta scratch off every fucking thing on this list. Now it's just like, Oh, can I just scratch off one fucking thing and be like, Oh, I did something. <laughs> and that doesn't include the shit that I just normally do on a regular basis. You know, get up, make the breakfast, put the dishes away, do like that shit on itself, like winning. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still getting out of bed, but so yeah, like, so I'm going to have some links to some resources, but my therapist is fantastic. And I've graduated, like I said, to once a month. It's Slim Pickett's out here in the desert, kids, because it's also like who, who can afford, I mean, who accepts my insurance? But one hot tip I'm going to tell you, my, my first therapist was free through the school. My second therapist was someone at a clinic that was on a sliding scale because they're therapists who haven't gotten all their hours yet. So they're not official official, but they're getting their hours and they're like on the cusp of being official. So they'll have a sliding scale where they'll see you for what can you afford? $10, $15, or you can't do that. Maybe some scholarships. There's a lot of that resources around you. Okay. So when you're in a desperate situation, and you're what they call in crisis, then look to that. There's a bunch of those around. Um, and then when you, you know, you still need some, some help after that, then there's places, there's insurance can cover some shit and you only pay a co-payment depending on your insurance. And then there's places where 
you know, you want to find, I'm at a place right now where my therapist is great, but since it's slim pickings, it was, you know, um, old white ladies. Um, no, that's a no, right? No. So I was like, well, what, what's the, can I find anyone of color? No, no one of color, no one of color that took my insurance, but it was really just no one of color. So I was like, what's the next best thing? I was like, okay, let me get with someone that understands being an outsider, you know, feeling less than da, da, da. So I was like, okay, let me find someone that is, and also has clients and understands the LGBTQIA plus realm and those issues and that, and can relate to that and does therapy for that because they understand that other mentality, the trauma, the generational trauma, the family dynamic and how that did it. So I was okay. So that's who I've had now. Right. And, but since I graduated once a month and it's a pandemic and everyone's starting to see, Oh, we could totally do virtual shit. I was like, I think it's time for me to, you know, look for, since I'm once a month, let me maybe see if I could find someone that takes my insurance. That's Latina, you know, for me, it was like, it can't just be a dude. It has to be a woman. Um, I'm trying to look for a woman of a certain age. Um, cause I'm looking at this thing and just to be fucking real, I'm like looking at these directories. I'm like, um, I can be her mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sure she could provide some insight, but I'm looking for someone that's at least a little bit closer to my age or older than me with that experience. But that also just can't be, Latina. They also, you know, I don't want it to be all Christian. I don't want, you know, none of that fucking bullshit for me. If you want that, you can find that. But there's like, I've been looking for, and this is not a, a commercial a promo because I don't know them, but I've been trying to find people on latinextherapy.com and therapyforlatinex.com. And you can look like, you know, a little bit about them and their approach and all this stuff like that. So that's what I'm looking for right now. But in the meantime, between times, if shit went down, I got my therapist. She knows my story. Boom. She's helped, helped tremendously. And I also want to put, um, you want people, there's certain things that, you know, on the overall scheme of things, they can help you. But there's certain things that you want someone that really understands the intricacies of the community that you come from. Right. So you're indigenous, you're Asian, you're black or you're mixed. Like all these things are important. Because how can they help you if they don't understand you or understand those stories and and those dynamics? Right. So I'm going to have links. I'll have links to the Latinx therapy, therapy for Latinx. There's a therapy for black girls that's run, that's black woman owned, and it's therapy for black girls. So that's specific. And then there's one uh, foundation that Shane Jessup told me about because he was raising money from sales from his shirt. And it was the Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation. And it's a nonprofit that was started by Taraji B. Henson. And it's about doing the same thing, normalizing and destigmatizing mental health within the African-American community. So that's a great resource. I'm also going to have a, a link to the Asian Mental Health Collective um, cause that's also complex. Just like when you think of, you know, the Latino community, the La Latinx community, we're, it's not a monolith. There's so many different types and different issues and different things. So for me, when I'm looking for a therapist, I'm looking for a Mexican. I'm looking for either she's calls herself Chicana, she's Mexican, 
blah, 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 blah. Like that's what I'm looking for, right? And then I'm also going to have a link to therapy and color. So it helps for, it's, you can find a therapist that is of color and also you can get specific like Spanish speaking, um, LGBTQIA plus, uh, weekends, evenings, all that shit like that. I don't know these other foundations, but this is the research, initial research that I did right before I got on here. But if I do some more, I'll provide those links on there too. When you, when I say I'm going to provide links, they're going to be on the show notes on Word to Your Mama uh, site for the episode, the episode page. And also if you listen to this uh, podcast on the Apple podcast app, then the actual links come up, which is great. But it doesn't happen on Spotify for some reason. So it looks like, what the hell is she writing? What kind of shit is this? I'm sorry, but just put it once and it gets populated to the other places. But if you go on the Apple podcast, boom. If I have like handles for people, um, usually I try to do that, have the handles for people, links for people. And then when I do the show notes, um, you can click, a, click them directly off of your phone um, and stuff like that. So that's what I'll have. And that's, that's what I wanted to say. Thank you for just riding with this and being patient. Um, you know, I'm just trying to figure this shit out. Like I said, this is the third podcast that I've had, but this is like the most involved because it's me and mad editing and, you know, Supernatural Bear and, and stuff like that. So the Supernatural Bear Corner is kind of like, okay, just a little... Sometimes it's homage to whoever's a guest and if he knows them, or it's just like a little respite of, of, of some goodness. Cause I think that's what we need, right? Cause we have trash timelines. Um, motherfucking, you know, we send money to Texas. Uh, they need our help. And then their trash representatives are, you know, not helping them or going to fucking Cancun and pretending like they were just going for a day. When the receipts are there, dude, like whatever. So anyways, let's just, we need some some good shit. And I feel like the Supernatural Bear, he provides that for me. He keeps me sane. And I feel like I just want to share, even though this is an adult podcast dealing with adult issues and adult language, I want to have the Supernatural Bear on there for you. So that he gives you a little, ah, like, you know, oh, like amazing, you know cute a song he'll give you a little ditty or he'll give you some insight I don't know the little man is wise <laughs> wise beyond his years so that's it for this section of word to your mama episode 20 I think I might call it the past who's to say see how it goes when I'm editing this but I gotta do it soon because I gotta post it tomorrow for you folks so thanks for writing let's get into the supernatural bear corner And now, introducing the Supernatural Bear Corner. Supernatural Bear. Yo, 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 what are my Allbots and Septicons? It is me, SMB16, and today we're going to read some more reviews. Unfortunately, RitCP is not here with us today. Well, she is. <laughs> She's here. But anyway, let's get reading. All right. So the first one is um, from Big Head Dan. I don't know who you are or what you are, Big Head Dan. But it says love. This is a great podcast to listen to during these crazy times. Ritzy and her guests provide a refreshing look 
on my, on life. I love the episodes with her relative, aka my tia Naisha. <laughs> she allows her listeners to really get to know her personality. Personally. S- personally. Sorry. Something that many are afraid to share. Yay. Five stars. Five stars. And this is from Marty520. Mm-hmm. You know Marty520? I think so, but I'm not sure. And then read the subject. Nothing but love. Nothing but hearts. I have my hands and hearts. Okay. Review. Can't help but smile every time I hear Ritzy's voice. Her voice, personality, and storytelling is out this world. I just want to hang out, out with her and laugh. Love hearing the different perspectives from her family, friends, and especially the supernatural bear co- corner with the little jingle intro song. Super fun. Now I don't. I don't. I don't know who you are, Marty Five Twenty. But I think you might be one of my uncles. Am I right? One of my uncles or one of my cousins? Because only usually only they pull up SMB Corner. So thank you, thank you. One of my uncles or cousins. All right, so those are all the new reviews. Thank you for everyone for giving us um, a 5.0 out of 5, and this has been the SMB. Oh, and we also have some news. Um, a new Mars rover called what? Perseverance. Perseverance just landed on Mars today at the time of this recording, February 18th. 2021 it's a big deal and also my name the supernatural bear of course is on it It is like on it so i love that out of how many names how many other names are up there of like 11 million names yeah 11 million dang names and we actually got it on in may of last uh, the year before last year 2019. 2019. So that was a long time ago. They've been working on that for a long time. And let them know when the rover launched. How long did it take it to get there? It took around seven months. Seven months. Okay, I just want to tell you about that before we went. Goodbye. And this has been the SMB. Yo! Shooby-doo. Yeah. There it is, folks. Episode 20, Word to Your Mama. Little man always delivers in some way. I have no idea what he's going to do. Like we have maybe sometime outline, but usually not. So whatever happens, happens. And there it is. So like I said, this is not a usual episode. Thank you for listening. The usual episode will have a guest. We'll still have the SB corner. And at the end right here, I wrap it up. And uh, I always end it with, we reap. So, thanks a lot. Word to Your Mama is owned and produced by Ritzy P. Intro beat, produced by Nico Beats. 
If you want to know more, uh, you want to email us, you want to get the media kit, go head over to wordtoyourmama.com. Word to Your Mama is now part of the Latina Podcasters Network. And as always, Word to Your Mama is brought to you by RitzyBarrowWinkle.com. Make sure to follow Word to Your Mama on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you stream your podcast, or download the Latina Podcasters Network app.